When it's all too much. This is for Granny Joan. Once upon a time, I was stepping off stage at the Sydney Opera House, night after night, and I simply wanted to give up. I was 25 years old, I had worked my bottom off from the age of 15, and I was finally leading a major production playing one of Shakespeare's great roles. I had an expectation that this would be a dream come true experience. But here's what actually happened. Very early into rehearsals, I was holding tightly onto what my expectations were, where I thought I should be, rather than accepting where I actually was. And instead of communicating that I was struggling, I went inwards. I thought I'd solve it by pushing through, using more force. On the second show, I lost my voice. Not the funnest situation when you know you have about 112 shows left. <laughs> to combat this, I went to the doctor. They gave me some steroids for my vocal cords. A side effect from the pills was I lost sleep. So I became increasingly tired. My stresses increased, and again, rather than putting my hand up and connecting with others, I went inwards and thought I would solve by pushing through. I hadn't yet learned other ways, so I pushed some more, and on the twelfth show, I hit my hand so hard on the back wall of the stage during my opening speech that I gave myself bursitis in my right shoulder. This meant that if I held my right arm up, I would occasionally uh, uh, lose any sense of control of it. Uh, my arm would just give up on me and it would flop down to my side. I didn't ask for help. I thought I'd just solve it myself. I decided to switch all physical stuff to my left arm. That'll do it. Then on about the 20th show, I gave myself bursitis in my left shoulder. Yeah. I now was on steroids for my vocal cords, was not sleeping because of the pills, and had no use of either one of my arms. Which meant I stopped all physical activity, all exercise. It was all too much. And it didn't take long before I fell into a deep, dark hole. Of course I did. I had lost the use of my body. I was pushing emotions aside, and I was letting my brain swirl in whichever direction it wanted. Which, of course, under pressure, it did what it's designed to do in order to protect me, and became very reactive to external stimuli. So looking back, it makes complete sense to me now that well, 60 shows later I found myself lying inside of an MRI machine, just hating everything. 
and reacting to everything that was outside of my control. It was our wonderful stage manager who eventually said to me, Mike, we have all the systems in place to take care of you. But at the end of the day, we can't do anything unless you tell us what's going on. It's you who has the responsibility to say what is so for you. At that point, I fell apart. I admitted where I was. I told them I felt like a failure because I wasn't able to handle things the way I expected. But that I simply couldn't sustain what was happening anymore. And within 24 hours, I had physio appointments booked in, doctor meetings scheduled, and was sitting in my hotel room with my understudy helping him with his lines. I dropped from eight shows a week down to six and began to slow down. It was the start of a new chapter for me. It ignited a curiosity and sustainable performance. And eight years later, when I'm not giving my own performance, I'm now helping others with theirs. Why the hell am I sharing this? Well, as is the norm with all natural systems, cycles occur, ebbs and flows, things come in waves. And I've recently been reminded about this idea of when it's all too much. In the last three months, I have moved from Marubra, Place of Thunder, to Kilkel, River of Life. On top of filming a new Disney Plus series, studying university, teaching, coaching, auditioning, purchasing a new car, and getting a nursery ready for the arrival of my firstborn in June. Of course, there have been moments where it's been too much and where I have felt completely overwhelmed. So this one's for me today, for when it's all too much. <laughs> Here we go. One, notice it. That's bloody sure worth celebrating. Why? Because I'm aware, and if I'm aware, then I can make a new choice. Two, slow down. I want to do less than I think I can handle. It takes a shitload of courage to surrender to chaos and to do less in a moment where my belief systems tell me to push harder and go faster. Three, bring it back to basics. Shift my physiology, move, breathe, acknowledge and accept where I actually am, give up on where I think or feel I should be, give my reticular activating system clear and simple things to focus on. For example, I am honest, I take my time, I focus on what I can control. Four. Prioritize what is most important for now. What do I actually need to say yes to? 
what do I need to let go of or say no to? Again, it takes trust in myself to do less than I think I can handle. Five, connect with people I love, people who fill my cup, who float my boat. <laughs> and finally, remember, this is not forever. It's just for now. That's my next door neighbor doing the bins. <laughs> now what to do next? Well, as always, go buy an ice cream. Uh, obviously. <laughs> all right, to clarify, when it's all too much, slow down, go back to basics. There is nothing sexier than the fundamentals. That's some sustainable stuff right there. I hope this helps. Head to michaelsheesby.com forward slash coaching or email me at info at michaelsheesby.com. Cool.